0: Good morning for the CJRU Morning Mixtape. I am Donovan LaCroxy and debuting on the show, I've got actor and director Raj A. Gross. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. I got everything right. You're an actor. You're a director, right? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Do you want to tell our listeners the backstory of of how you decided I wanted to become an actor?
1: Sure. So as a uh, child, I uh, was a troublemaker and would do things I wasn't supposed to. And uh, one day, um, my father was at work, so was my, my mom. And uh, myself and a few of the neighborhood kids decided we were going to put on a stunt show for the neighborhood. And, uh, well, that uh, required us to climb on the roofs and uh, throw each other off. And uh, we had practiced tuck and rolls and how to fall and all kinds of things. And can't get grounded now, so it's okay to tell. Um, But, uh, yeah, it was fun. People uh, enjoyed the entertainment. And uh, I was like, this is what I want to do when I grow up. Mm -hmm. But it didn't start there. You used
0: to be a radio disc jockey, didn't you?
1: Yes, yes. Um, I started out um while I was in high school as a radio DJ um, kvik uh, FM in California at Vanden High School and I got a I got a taste of the bug it was entertainment and um I loved music I came from a home where uh we my my mother played music constantly all sorts of music and um I just had a taste for it Acting at that particular point seemed like it was very, very far and out of reach. And becoming a DJ was something that seemed to be a little easier to obtain. So I pursued that. Mm -hmm. And I worked as a radio DJ for a few years, Um, was going to college, decided I could make more money if I wasn't going to school. So let me drop out and I can do this full time. Well, I did that. And then, of course, we had uh, a recession hit. Uh, The Gulf War happened and I wound up going into the military. I did continue as a radio DJ while I was active duty. But, of course, you know, the um, time had to be split uh, between my active duty commitment to the U.S. military as well as uh, trying to maintain a celebrity status in the civilian community. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But acting found you. It did. It did. And I was very happy uh, when the opportunity represented itself. Um, And I got an opportunity uh, where I'm at now, uh, living in Kentucky in the uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, tri-state area. Um, And my wife one day says to me, you know, I wish you'd get off your butt and go do something. And I'm like, okay. She's like, There's a casting call for this new film called The Old Man and the Gun. You ought to go and audition for it. So I did and uh, made it through the entire process. And once I was finished, uh, I heard uh, a couple of the producers uh, talking to each other. The one says, you know, I don't think he's right for this. The other one says, well, you know, even if he's not right for this, we do have a few things that are in the works he would probably be good for. Let's see if he'll come back. So the producer says, hey, so uh, if you're not picked for this, would you be interested in coming back and uh, possibly filling some other roles, working on other projects? And I'm totally thinking that this is the Hollywood brush off, but I said, yes, I would be and uh six months later i get a phone call uh hey this is so-and-so from such-and-such casting and we're wanting to know if you'd be interested in being in this new bruce willis movie and i said yes and uh they were like well we'll send you an email and we'll send you the details and we'll see you on set and i did metaphorical Backflips, cartwheels, and the rest is history. (laughs) All right. Did you do a side kick, a flip kick, a
0: kick to somebody's crotch? uh, (laughs) Yeah, I did the old,
1: what a feeling (laughs) jump.
0: Did you kick somebody through the glass, too? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I I, I couldn't tell you. I I did a lot of kicks. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You ninja warrior, brother. You didn't tell me that (laughs) off interview. all right yeah, it
1: was it was good it was very very good and um since then um I've met and worked with uh several uh very very talented actors um that have given me the opportunity to learn from and hone my craft I've worked with uh John Malkovich um and uh Dak Efron the both of them were uh leads in the film um Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil and Vile that's currently on Netflix. Uh in Canada, I'm pretty sure it's available on uh Blu-ray and DVD and video on demand. Um I played a news reporter in that. And even though it was a short role, um I did have uh, some opportunities uh, in between takes to uh, speak with uh, Mr. Malkovich, Um, I spoke with um, Mr. Efron uh, on set. Um, He was very, very, very uh, into his character. And uh, one thing that most people don't know about that particular film is that the script was constantly changing. And um, Zach actually was given lines sometimes right before the camera started rolling. I know in one scene in the movie, he's actually reading his lines um, before he stands up and gives a speech in the courtroom. And it gave me a new respect for um, how some of the more seasoned actors are able to really dive into and show dedication that they have, not only to the work, but the production itself. Um, because Zach was given the opportunity to pause production, go and memorize the lines. And he was just like, look, everybody's here. Let's just get this done. I'm going to power through it. And he did. And I think the film was phenomenal. Wow, and but, yes, um,
0: listeners, that is Zach Afron High School Musical. <laughs> correct. correct, all right, correct. all right, all right. And he did whip through it, as you said, right?
1: Yes, yes, he but, did. And did you whip it was, it through was, it as well? Too? Uh, I was right there with him. Um, we were uh, very hot. Uh, miserable. It was uh, middle of the summer and the AC was not working on the set we were on. It was horrific but everybody powered through. Okay. Alright. So talk to
0: me about this indie festival, this 10 minute film you did where you were a priest and you had some demons in you, you had a whole heap of ah. in
1: you. <laughs> so- that film uh, was called uh, Lest You Die, and it was uh, for the 2020 uh, Fright Film Competition. Um the film was uh, written and directed by Derek Hummel, and um, this particular film, I played a priest who uh, was an alcoholic who had lost his faith, um, but still had enough faith to where when it came time to deal with demons he would go and he would battle with them and in this particular short um i encounter a couple a young couple who um the girl obviously has some issues and um i wind up going to the house because the girl ruins my clothing um if you can imagine The Exorcist uh, when, uh, oh, gosh, Linda Blair has her uh, green pee moment. Um, this uh, young woman that was walking with her boyfriend um, actually, uh, well, she throws up on me and she ruins my shirt. And so I go to her <laughs> her house and I'm looking to receive um, payment for the cleaning bill. And, uh, you know, I asked the boyfriend, I'm like, you know, has your girlfriend been acting a little nutty lately? You know, does she, you know, have some weird behaviors, this, that, or the other? It's like, yeah, well, how'd you know? Uh, she, she, she's she, got uh, some weird things going on. I'm like, yeah, I, I can tell, you know, she's possessed. What are you going to do about it? I'm going to perform an exorcism. And so uh, this short film, I have a, a battle with this demon, and i have to exercise it and uh the short film was uh done in a way to where it could go on to be uh something more i know the director had talked about uh, actually turning it into a full feature film which i would be more than willing to come back and uh reprise the role of the priest in um but uh It was really good. Like I said, I was nominated for Best Actor. I didn't win, but um, it was okay. It was great just to be nominated.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, brother, tell me, did they really get the demon out of the (laughs) priest?
1: Oh, well, um, (laughs) the demon that uh, I guess I had was was alcohol. And uh, no, because he he definitely, you know, after fighting with this uh, colossal demon... Uh, decided to uh dive back into the bottle after a fight well won so uh no uh that that priest still had that particular demon in him but um the demon that he exercised let's just say that uh it didn't go back to hell um it's still out lurking which uh did leave an opening for a sequel so wow. I'm hoping for
0: <laughs> brings seven more wicked spirits than in himself <laughs> right on right on all right all right we're hoping for a sequel like you just said right
1: yes yes very okay. much so what would we call it part two uh maybe um I'm, I'm not exactly sure um i know uh derek has uh several ideas for things uh there's another project he's actually uh working on and he brought me in to help with that um that film is called All Who Follow and um it is a uh kind of like a homage to uh uh the 70s uh horror type films um uh, based on um what would you call it um oh goodness gracious um, the Manson family, um, not uh, necessarily the Mansons themselves, but a family like the Manson family um, who uh, runs around and, um, you know, commits murders because they think that, you know, they're they're doing the world of service, yada, yada, yada. But um, that 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 one appears like it's going to be a very good film as well. I'm not sure what uh, what the sequel would be called for. Lest you die, maybe part two.
0: Yeah, lest you yeah. die too, or lest you die eternally. What about that?
1: Hey, that that's a good one, also. But <laughs> I do like the lest you die too, um, and not necessarily the number two, but just too. That uh, oh. that that would that would, would kind of work. Also, you know, like, I I still know what you did last summer. I know what you did last summer. Yeah. All right. Yeah, what kind of work? Look at you. Look at you
0: coming up with <laughs> some movie titles. <laughs> so you like tampering to the spirit world, eh, brother? You like yeah. getting your hands dirty with witchcraft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you just yeah. be careful, brother. You just be careful. Some of those brothers and sisters don't come back from that.
1: <laughs> yes, I know. I know. That that I am aware of. All right. Um, and wow. What else do you have for
0: me? All right. Um, yeah. What else do you have that you want to talk about in Cleveland? Do you want to talk more about the film festival or do you want to give a message to other, maybe upcoming actors who maybe are local, for example, you're in between, like you said, Cleveland and Kentucky. Maybe there's a local, you know, actor, Donovan, a younger Donovan, who lives in between Cleveland and um, Kentucky, and he wants to be a local actor. What do you want to tell them?
1: Well, I would say don't give up on your dreams. Uh, a lot of people will tell you that, you know, uh, well, uh, acting is, is, you know, not for you. If it's something that you're passionate about, then I would say go for it. Um, I just turned 52 and I became a professional actor in 2017. So I got a late start. Um, I'm not saying that you have to wait that long, but if the opportunity presents itself and it is something that you truly want to do, I say go for it. You know, and for people that uh are around those people, I would say encourage the creative in that person. Um don't flip their wings, be encouraging because for all we know, they could be the, you know, the next Stephen King uh as far as a writer. They could be the next M. Night Shyamalan as a, you know, film director. Um, you just don't know. Um and, you know, we need those creatives just because the world itself is is crazy. And, you know, if you can take two hours and sit back and be lost and in fantasy and come out feeling good on the other end, you know, it, it's a good thing. You know, if, if you're able to laugh And, you know, use laughter to heal your soul um, or become inspired because you saw somebody do something on screen, you know, just encourage those, those minds is what I would say.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, can I be Raj, can I be that younger Donovan and have a good successful acting career only in Cleveland and Kentucky or only in my local city? No,
1: no, you can go elsewhere. Um, But that would require you to um, do some networking. That would require you to uh, get an agent uh, and manager um, and take some classes and practice your craft. Uh, Recently, I just took another workshop with an actor slash friend and coach, uh, Kirk Baltz. Um, We did a Meisner workshop weekend. And you constantly have to practice. Um, If you stop practicing and you stop learning, you can pretty much just stop living. Because every day, you learn something. And you need to constantly practice and and perfect things and um, get better at them. Mm Don't just become complacent and think that, oh, well, I took a class, so now I'm an expert, because things are constantly changing. Right, right, right.
0: so what I mean in my question though is let's say can I be a successful in my hometown though only stick to my hometown because there are actors you can work anywhere now I can be from Chicago and be a local Chicago actor let's say I don't want to go to Hollywood what's your take to that right.
1: So yes you can do that um there are some areas that are uh let's say, a little more active than others when it comes to uh, filmmaking. Um, if you wanted to be a filmmaker slash actor, um, yeah, you could be successful. There are mediums to where you could film your independent film projects and send them or sell them to outlets like Amazon or 2B TV or... Um, film hub uh, different distribution companies it's possible um anything's possible just all boils down to how much effort you want to put into it and, and you know the people that you have around you you know do you have a good team do you have a, a good support system that can help you accomplish your goals uh-huh. um And the one thing also that you have to look out for is those people that say that they want to be there for you and help you out, um, but literally have ulterior motives, you know, with acting, just like with anything. You've got to you got to look out because, you know, the the game can be a little cutthroat. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, the one thing I would say, um, don't take no as discouragement Um, if you are very thin-skinned and rejection is a uh, trigger or a issue for you then this would not be the way to go because i can't tell you how many auditions i go on and you don't hear back from the client and it's not necessarily because you did something wrong it's just you're not what they're looking for you know most uh casting directors and film directors have a picture in their mind of the characters that they want in their story and as soon as they see that character they know it um you can have the look you can have the experience but you might not have the voice this other individual might walk in and have similar looks, maybe not as much experience, but they have the sound that the director is looking for, and they'll get the role. Um, There are any number of factors that can go into why you might not get it. Um, You might not get a role because you're a non-union actor, and they give it to a SAG actor. Um, You might not get a role because you're two inches too tall than the (laughs) lead (laughs) character. Um, I, I can't tell you how many times I've heard that one, you know, where, um, um, well, for example, um, I know of a case where, uh, a guy, um, auditioned for a role on the Amazon series, uh, Reacher. And, uh, because he was taller than the lead actor, um, he was not able to take the role, um, because obviously, you know, Reacher in this case is supposed to be taller than most of the people he comes in contact with. And when you're taller than the lead, that, that doesn't play well. It's kind of like George Clooney and um, Chris O'Donnell <laughs> in uh, Batman, where George Clooney had to wear platform heels because he was shorter than Chris O'Donnell. So, you know, they they don't want um, someone else to outshine the the lead actor yeah so yeah it, there's all <laughs> kinds of things that, that come into it mm-hmm. um just just don't be thick or thin skinned right um, be clear to hear no go in do your audition and once you're done walk away if you get a phone call great if you don't hey you've got more auditions that are in your inbox do them and press on Hmm. And Raj,
0: sometimes and ladies too, sometimes they might want a brunette instead of a
1: blonde. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No oh, wow. offense, ladies. <laughs> no, no, none, no, none taken. But not since you said that. So here's a kicker for you. I don't know if you're if you're aware of this or not, but um, did you know that Winona Ryder is a natural blonde? Wow, well, I didn't know that. Yeah, she is a natural blonde. Um, When she first got into acting, everybody was blonde and was going for roles. She dyed her hair black so she would stand out. And that's how she got noticed. Wow. And that's probably how she
0: might have got the role girl interrupted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 All right. There's
1: all all kinds of little tidbits that
0: you learn. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> did you want to throw out your social media platforms
1: in case the yeah, younger donovan
0: yeah. has questions definitely
1: i can be reached uh, pretty much on all uh social media platforms at the t-h-e uh real r-e-a-l regime it's r-a-j-i-i-m I'm on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Vero, uh, TikTok, and yeah, those.
0: (laughs) All right. Did you want to throw out your projects again?
1: Yeah. um, Definitely have to give a little love to um, a film that should be out uh, next month. It's called Always Lola. That was uh, written and directed by uh, Jeffrey Crane. Uh, Jeffrey Crane Graham um and uh that's a film that uh yeah i can't wait for you guys to see um i have a small role in it i play a um park ranger um but uh that film uh went through uh several festivals won several awards and it's coming to screens near you next month um uh before dark uh which i can't wait for you to see it's a suspense thriller that was written by Don Renee Austin, and uh, I just got word that that film should be out sometime in 2024. Uh, we have uh, a new film that is a faith-based film um, that uh, was directed by Craig Lamar Brown. Um, I believe he also wrote this entire thing himself. And that film is called Between Mercy and Me. Um, You can find out information on it by visiting uh, that film's website at betweenmercyandme.com. Tickets for a one-day theatrical screening through Phantom Tickets, I believe it is, June 20th of uh, 2023 and then it will be available on streaming platforms everywhere um, later this year and I know I'm forgetting something um but uh oh yeah so I'm working on a new film with um a couple good friends uh Robert uh Lamar Burns and uh jake uh reynolds we are working on a film that is called red white and black um we just uh started uh pre-production on that it's a uh, cop movie um that takes uh place back in the 80s um and that's going to be a fun one and i cannot forget this one just met this guy uh For the very first time uh, last weekend, I'm part of a film that's called Shattered Dreams, the Leslie Voss story. I'm sorry, Leslie Vass story. Um, Leslie is the first ever exoneree from the state of Maryland. Uh, He was uh, wrongly convicted, spent 10 of 20 years locked up in prison for a crime he did not commit. And this is the story of his life. Um, I met Leslie last weekend, we shot a scene for the movie and he is like really, really down to earth. He's an inspiration to people everywhere. And he is uh, working to show um, that the legal system does have flaws and it, it needs to be fixed. At least here in America, I'm not sure how good or bad the system is there. Um, but down here we we have a we have a few things that we could uh work on and improve and make a little bit better
0: all right and the movie with the priest again the demon possessed priest
1: <laughs> yes that was uh Lest you die and uh currently that is unavailable I do believe it's coming to a screening platform somewhere near you possibly later this year um Derek was talking about making that film available wanted to add some additional footage to it before putting it out um because again like I mentioned the original version of the film was only 10 minutes long but he had lots of footage of that but because of the time constraints Streams of the festival, it could only be 10 minutes long. All, so. right.
0: All right. I want to thank you for coming on the show and talking with me.
1: Thank you for having me hope to catch you catch up with you again sometime. All right. For
0: CJRU 1280 AM, I would like to thank you. Can throw out your name again. Rajim A. Gross. Call me Raj. All right. And thank you for the thank you to the listeners for listening to this episode.